Hello and welcome to the Laid Back Japanese Podcast. In this episode, Tai, that's me, talks about yokai and goes over some cool, scary, or common yokai that many people will know about here in Japan. Go check out the YouTube version of this episode if you're curious to see what they look like. And for an extra challenge, go check out the Not So Laid Back Japanese Podcast, which talks about the same topic as this episode, just in all Japanese. Links in the description. Hello everyone, Tai here. Today we will be talking about yokai, which are kind of like Japanese ghosts.、Uh, they have a little bit more personality than a, like a ghost that you might imagine immediately, you know, like kind of translucent,、uh, like white, floaty, not quite that type of ghost. And we will be referencing a really cool book called Nihon no Yokai, where Nihon Japan, and then Yokai is Yokai. <laughs> So, what are yokai? They're a little bit different from ghosts again, and sometimes they're even like referred to as demons too.、But、yeah, interesting enough though, yokai in general,、uh, they do tend to lean towards kind of more harmful behavior. So, they'll either literally try to kill you or they'll like pull pranks on you, as we'll see. But overall, like when a person would kind of run into yokai is outside of kind of The bounds of humans, like the human kind of areas. So, the cities, you might not really see yokai, but if you go to the mountains or you go in the sea or the ocean or anything, you're probably gonna run into some. Also, it's really interesting because it's, I think it was 3 a.m. is like the time that yokai will maybe start coming out in the city. So, there is like a whole type of like forest yokai, there's mountain yokai, there are house yokai. So, all types, completely all over the place. But generally, kind of based on the yokai that I've read in this book so far, if you ask me, I'd say that yokai are actually really just kind of explanations before we had enough science and things like that to really kind of figure things out and like what went wrong if someone got injured or whatever. So, like someone say lost in a snowstorm or things like that, people would say that you got got by a yuki onna. So she's described as, you know, not just kind of human. It, a lot of yokai will seem to be human, but this yokai will appear during Fubuki, which is like a blizzard. And if you meet her, she might give you like a baby, and then you try to like carry it, and it slowly gets heavier and heavier until you're sinking under snow. And then you, inochi o tosu, so die. So she's not that friendly. Don't take babies from strangers, I guess. I don't know. At least not in blizzards.、Um, but this book is really cool because it, has, because it has a little kind of power scale. So you can see there's five different things. So there's tsuyosa, which is like kind of power or strength. There's yoryoku, which is the yo and yokai plus chikara. So like yokai power. Koasa, which is scariness. There's kikaisa, which is kind of like mysteriousness, strangeness. And then chimedo, which is famousness. So, Yuki Onna we see has a five chimedo, so like everyone knows Yuki Onna. And Tsuyasa is ichi, is one, so it's not really that strong, but she is kind of scary, so a three on the scary, on the koasa. You know, she, she kills you, so <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> but before we get too much further into a lot of extra yokai, Yokai are very big in Japan, so everyone really knows what a yokai is, and you will see them 
way more often than you think if you start paying attention to them like they're everywhere they're in a lot of like media like anime there's a uh, pokemon has tons of yokai references so if you know the pokemon nine tails um kyukon that is a kitsune and a kitsune is a fox but a kitsune can also be like a yokai so they're known to like transform into people and trick people usually they like usually they transform into women and just eat people's souls and stuff it's kind of scary <laughs> so that that's in pokemon there's a lot of stuff in like ghibli 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 actually has in mononoke hime princess mononoke inosasao which is just a big boar god basically uh and that's like the main i don't know if you would say antagonist i don't know it's been a while since i've watched mononoke hime but it's interesting because this inosasao is actually from naraken so from nara and it's really cool because actually a lot of yokai actually have their own their own kind of places that they're from. So you can see like there's all these types of yokai and their origin stories are all from different prefectures and things like that, which I had no idea was actually a thing. That's so cool. But another cool thing about thinking of Mononoke Hime, Mononoke Hime also has Kodama. And so these might look familiar. They're basically just like forest spirits, kind of protectors of the forest. So really, if you look for it in media, you're going to find a ton of yokai. And there's even like Kimetsu no Yaiba has Tengu and everyone knows Tengu. So they're known for their red faces and like long nose. They can fly, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So Tengu are really interesting because they can kamikakusuyu. So kamikakushi is actually, if you know Sento Chihiro no Kamikakushi, which is spirited away in English, you know what? Kamikakushi means. So it's when you're kind of abducted by some sort of like yokai or kami, which is like a god. And if somebody has been kind of spirited away by a tengu, you can actually say, sabakuta, and then namae, yai, because tengu don't like saba, which is mackerel. So you just say like their name. So if it was me, tai, sabakuta tai, yai. And then the tengu will be like, oh no, he ate saba. And then they'll give him back. So that's how you can find someone who's been spirited away by a Tengu. Other places you might see yokai, again, they're everywhere. But like Natsume Yujin Cho is just completely full of yokai. And I believe some of them are kind of made up by the author. Another thing is actually, of course, Kimetsu no Yaiba, you see Oni. And Oni are actually a type of yokai. Like This is so scary, oh my god. So Oni are kind of like demons or ogres. Again, it doesn't translate perfectly, but yeah, they like eat humans, kill humans. It's not great. So you don't want to run into an oni. You might also see a kijo, which is a woman oni. And if you've watched Kimetsu no Yaiba, this probably looks familiar. <laughs> it looks like Nezuko, but this is like an evil version of Nezuko where she's not, she's not cool. Don't, don't go near her. They are just all over media, like yokai wochi like yokai watch of course full of yokai and natsume yujin jo which is really good i like that one some older stuff like inuyasha also the main character is like part yokai i've never watched it though and in like video games if you know bokujo monogatari that like harvest moon or story of seasons depending those have korobokuru which are kind of like forest people and here we have koropok koropokuru which are forest people, and they originate in Hokkaido. And they kind of fill the same role. They're just kind of like forest spirits, and they're kind of peaceful. 
Apparently, the name in Ainu is Fukinoha no shita ni sumu hito, which is Fukinoha, I believe, is rhubarb leaf. So, the people who live under the rhubarb leaves, which is pretty interesting. But just like in the game, they don't like to appear very much, so they're always hiding. But let's get into the ones that pretty much everyone will know or at least have heard of and have some sort of idea about. And of course, the one that Chia has mentioned so many times in the episodes there's Kappa. And Kappa are known for basically stealing and drowning children, so they're not very nice. Instead of like kind of blaming a kid for playing near a river, they're gonna, you might say, oh, they got. Stolen by Kappa. So, kind of an explanation, like, right? Yokai are kind of explanations for things that happen. But Kappa, they have this little, like, dish. They have a little dish on their head, and that dish always needs to stay wet, otherwise, they die. So, the, you only find them near water or, like, rivers and stuff like that. But yeah, avoid the Kappa. It's kind of weird, but they also like Sumo and Cutie, which is cucumbers. So, it's actually really interesting because there is a sushi roll called Kappa Maki. And that's just rice, nori, and cucumbers. Yeah, so kappa love, kappa maki, I guess. <laughs> There's also ryu, which is kind of a dragon. Imagine an Asian dragon, maybe, is the proper translation for it, because they're kind of the ones that are really long and like snaky, versus like a European or like a Western dragon. We would probably call it a dragon. So there is a small difference there. But apparently, a ryu is a yokai, which I actually had no idea. And same thing with Oni. I actually didn't know that Oni was also classified as a yokai either. It's really interesting because, kind of going along with the kitsune thing that I said earlier, there's also tanuki, and they can bakeru or like transform. And then you can get a bake tanuki. And it doesn't look very kind. <laughs> so these bake tanuki, it doesn't really look like they do much harm because it actually says, Manukete nikume nai henshin tanuki. So, like, it's really dumb, it's hard to hate. And it's just a transformed tanuki. So, yeah, the way you can figure out if someone is a tanuki or not is that you would give them a meal. And then if they eat it really sloppily, you can tell that they're a bake tanuki. Oh, you have to be careful with this tanuki because it's actually da nuki. So, bake tanuki. Shimaimashita. <laughs> Another really interesting one that I kind of mentioned a little before is a zashiki warashi. So, while it looks scary, it's actually more of like a mamorigami. So, a mamorigami is kind of like a protector god, kind of. So, you actually want one of these in your house. <laughs> and if they leave the house, then the house can kind of go into disarray and like kind of katamuku, which is like kind of get slanted. So, basically, if your house gets really old and starts falling apart, then you might say that the zashikiwarashi left your house. And I actually have a friend. Who said she saw one of these in her house? And I was like, oh my god, what? And then everyone told me that, no, 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 that's a good thing. There's actually a full lesson on Zashikiwarashi and other yokai in Native Shark, so I'll link that in the description. A 10 out of 10 troll yokai is a Makura Gaishi. So this guy will actually take your Makura, your pillow, and kaisu it, so flip it. So, in the past, the Makura Gaishi was really actually very bad to run into because in the past it said when you're dreaming, your soul leaves your body. And if a Makura Gaishi comes and flips your pillow on you, your soul can't actually return to your body. So, this is probably one of the ways that they used to explain dying in your sleep. But it says in this book that nowadays it's basically just like a prankster. 
it's a prankster yokai that just comes and flips your pillow in the middle of the night. So I guess it, now it's the explanation for tossing and turning. There's also Amabie, which is really interesting because you actually will see her all over like the Nishitatsu buses, at least in Fukuoka. So she's a yokai from Kumamoto. And basically how you find her is if you're like sailing and stuff, you will see like a, a kind of a shining patch of ocean or sea, whatever. So you go to it and she'll appear. And then she'll state that in the next six years, like prosperity will continue. But at the same time, there will also be a plague. So you have to like kind of show her picture to everyone, especially like the sick people. Um, interesting enough, though, it doesn't seem like she said she would do anything about it, but she just says that it will happen. So she gives a yogeng, which is kind of that prediction. But yeah, I I actually have ran into like posters of her all over the Nishitatsu bus. And there's also, I went to a mall one time and there was a big statue. It was like styrofoam or something, but it was a big styrofoam statue, bigger than me. And speaking of kind of ocean yokai, there's also one called the umibozu, which is terrifying. You never want to run into it when you're on the boat. But this is totally one way that, oh, the ship sunk. Oh, it's probably an umibozu. Umi is like sea, and then bozu is kind of like boy, man thing. So just like a sea boy, basically. But yeah, if you ran into one, your ship's gonna sink. It's not a good thing. Also, it specifically appears at night. So if you ever notice like a dark blob in the water, it's an umi bozu, you should stay away. So if you see it, an unlucky, unfortunate thing will happen. So fukitsu is like kind of unlucky. And then it goes on to say, which is, uh, it'll sink your boat. I would consider that unlucky. <laughs> but I would totally recommend this book. It's great kind of native material like reading practice. Like it's maybe not the most natural language. Of course, when you're reading a book, it's going to be more textbooky and kind of grammatically perfect. So it won't help too much with your speaking, but it does give you a lot of kind of insight on like kind of the past Japan. It's really cool. I always recommend anything yokai related. I love it. 